0: Spend special at IndyCast. And why is this a special? Because today we have with us a former test cricketer from India and currently the curator of the pitch and the ground in charge at 1KD Stadium where the finals of the 2011 World Cup is scheduled on 2nd April. And I'm talking about Mr. Sudhir Nayak who's been in the news lately for the past six months because of the pressure that he's been going through and his team. And just to give you a bit of a background, back in his days, he opened the batting and captained the Mumbai Ranji team with a very impressive first class average of over 40. More importantly, in his current days, he's coached at the National Cricket Club Mumbai, which has spawned cricketers like uh, Wazim Jaffer, Paras Mamre and uh, of course, the inform form Khan. Hello Sudhirji, thank you so much for agreeing to do this.
1: You're most welcome for that. And uh, it's a nice question that you have asked me because... It was always in my mind to tell somebody how difficult the job, the job was. Last year, that is in 2010, February, Manfrede Stadium Co- Managing Committee invited me for the preparation of the new wicket and the completely new ground for the World Cup. When I inspected the ground in the month of February, the first thought came to my mind whether it will be possible for me to do the job. Then I took the round of the stadium, assessed everything and I asked certain questions to Larsen and Tugro who are doing the construction job and some of the managing committee members that how long they will take to finish the construction work. And then after getting their replies I put forward my requirements. I knew that they are uh, difficult to achieve but ultimately I had to start that work because I first was a Bombay player and I have love for Mumbai Cricket Association because it is Mumbai Cricket Association who has given me all the facilities during my younger days. So I took up the challenge and I started my work. Actually, the whole ground, all the grading work and the steel that is lying on the ground, even Larson and Tugro had cement dashing plants on the ground not a single inch of space was left on the ground. The worst thing is that they were moving 40 tons, 60 tons cranes on the ground, and the heavy trucks and cement mixtures, everything. And for them to move around, they had put huge stones inside the ground. They had put debris on the ground. most of the areas, they had done this uh, coba, cement coba, so that their trucks can move freely, because during the rainy season, Otherwise, the trucks could not uh, move on the ground because it was uh, red soil ground. So my job was, after they give me the space, I have to remove all these stones and cement and debris and inside the ground, even lot of uh, steel had gone inside. That everything I have to remove, then uh, refill everything with the good quality soil, compact it to the level I want and the toughness that I want. And after that, I have to do the proper leveling. Then I have to do the drainage system. I have to plant the grass on that and grow it uh, there. So it was very tough job. <laughs> it was a very tough job.
0: Is your job uh, comparable to Sajin Tenulkar, the kind of pressure that you've mm-hmm. been going through in the past few months? Because I'm sure you would have lost a lot of sleep and got a lot of flack from your wife and daughter for getting home very late every day. Yeah,
1: yeah. I used to reach there around quarter to nine, nine. I used to work whole day standing in the the hot sun in the month of March, April, May, throughout and then again throughout the rainy season. During the rainy season, that ground was full of stones and red soil and cement, everything. It was very difficult to walk in that. In fact, I used to get a lot of pain in my legs while walking on the ground during the rainy season. But I had to do that job today I am satisfied that I could complete such a difficult job. And there were so many eyebrows when people saw the status of the ground. Practically 90% of the people used to feel that it is impossible to complete the job to play World Cup. And actually they gave me center portion, that is the preparation of the plot for my 11 wickets in the month of March. And I completed the job of removing all the debris, everything from there. Refilling with the good quality soil and planting the grass I completed by end of May But the outfield work which I was supposed to start From 15th of September I could not get the space from the last construction site I could not get this even up to 15th of October Can you imagine I was to get the whole ground on 15th of September But on 10th of October They gave me one small portion on the western side. That is how I have got this ground in my hands. 60 yards area from October onwards. And in pieces, that is a piece of, say, around half of the western. Then again, next half of the western after 10 days. Then again, next half of north stand in another 10 days. Still, I cannot believe that I could complete this work in such a short time. The best thing is that, I could also get the proper labelling done of the outfield. And today, when the first two World Cup matches have been played, the ball was travelling very well, and no cricketer was disturbed by the uneven bounce. And the wicket has played
0: extremely well. I think that's the tribute to the team that you have and the kind of work that you've done since the time that you got yeah. the ground. And uh, congratulations. And we've been reading, we've been reading in the news that. Uh, some good, healthy headlines about the fact that one Wankhedi is now ready and alive and kicking for yeah. the World Cup. And it wasn't the case about a year ago when everyone was trying to put the stadium under the scanner. But as a spectator, sir, I've, I've been there a long time back with my dad to watch a match against South Africa, the only time that Sachin scored a century on that ground. But unfortunately, as a spectator, I was very disappointed because there were too many people, too few seats, huge concrete pillars that kept obstructing the view and if you if your bladder started to burst during that time then god forbid you had to stand there in the line for about 10 minutes and lose a couple of overs. So, what is it as a spectator if I have to go and watch the match will I be finding different this time? Have you taken care of the spectator side of the of the spectrum also?
1: Yeah, yeah. we have taken care of that. All bucket seats are there. Our capacity has gone down. Earlier there used to be benches and a lot of people used to come inside without ticket also. They used to push people and they used to manage to sit inside. And that used to be very uncomfortable. Now every individual set has been given the number and on one seat, two persons cannot sit. At the same time, the number of toilets have gone up 10 times more. And toilets are made of absolutely modern style. Then for the spectacles also, lifts have been made in the stand so that old people and uh, those who are ladies and all the children they did not walk up the stairs right up to the third level uh, only thing is that the electricity problem can arise at any time actually in the last game against Sri Lanka and New Zealand one light tower went off but the light from the three other towers was so, so powerful that we did not stop the game and umpires could continue the game But at the same time, Wankare Stadium, we have made two sources. One, we are getting light from the BST, that is Local Bomb Electricity Board. And also we have kept the generators on. So when the generator light failed, within seven minutes, we could start the BST light and that light tower was on. Great,
0: that's awesome.
1: Yeah, so the Wankare Stadium has been done very well at the moment. So all such facilities have been provided and it is really made... Yeah, the World Cup final standard stadium has been made.
0: That is good news. I think uh, we look forward to that once uh, the final begins and let's come to the pitch now that everyone would love to know about and congratulations on being praised by uh, some senior cricketers like Dilip Venselkar who have seen the pitch and have had a few good things to say. But Before we go about how, how the pitch will behave, can you tell us what goes into the making of the pitch or what did you have to pull off? To make that pitch or those few pitches that you've made in the past few months considering the deadline.
1: The main thing is that the foundation should be good. What type of foundation we put. So now in our uh, ground, we have some stones below. Around uh, three feet below. And we have put some bricks there and sand. And then uh, on the top layer, we have red soil and mixture of red soil and some quantity of murum. But the selection of the top soil which you put on your top 9 inches area. And most important thing is the clay content. That will give you the final result. And after that, it is how you prepare wicket, depending on the weather. You know, at the time of preparation of the wicket, how much is the temperature, how much is the humidity. Based on that, you have to put the water inside. And when to roll. See, most important thing is that when to roll. How much water is there inside your wicket, and at that time, right time, you must roll. If the rolling is done at the wrong time, when more water is there and if you roll, the wicket doesn't become good. If less water is there and if you roll, the again wicket doesn't become good. You know, the binding of the wicket is very important. And binding will come only when the right percentage of water inside the wicket is there and if you uh, roll. And at the right temperature also, there are certain times, you know. Either you roll it in the morning when the temperature is not very high. Or again, you roll it around 4 o'clock or 4.30 time when the temperature again goes down. But if you try to roll it at 12 o'clock in the noon or 1 o'clock, then when the temperatures are high, then it doesn't help binding of divinity. The All these things are very important to do. And you have to see to it that the leveling of the pitch is absolutely correct. So that uniform bounce of the ball, delivery of the ball comes. If the surface is not uniform, then the bounce also will not be good. So all those things you have to.
0: Right, and and so uh, let's say if you were the captain of whichever team that goes out out on the toss and you want to win the toss, and on that pitch that you have made, what would you decide? Would you would you like to bat first or bowl first? What's your call?
1: See the type of wicket that I prepare, I would always like to bat first because initially when there is a moisture, the ball will sing. maybe for first one hour or so batting maybe more difficult. But you have to be competitive batsman when you are playing international level. At that level you should know how to face new balls.
0: See, Unlike many other venues, Vankhede has produced pitches which generally favour the fast bowlers. In fact, Venkatesh Prasad has the highest number of wickets at that venue. With 15 wickets at an average of 14.86 and Kumle is not very far behind. He's got 12 wickets. Yes. So it's got something in it for the fast bowlers and something for the spinners. So considering the hot weather, one of the hottest climates that Mumbai has in that peak summer, yeah. how did you manage to prepare a pitch or how do you guys manage to prepare a pitch which is not very dry and slow because it's, it's a, a tough tough thing to pull off?
1: Yeah, see the thing is this, my Bombay weekend, we have always have good bounce. And when there is a bounce, it helps pass at the same time, it also helps spinner because the spinner will also be more successful when he turns the ball or when he delivers the tough spinner, he will get more bounce. And the mm-hmm. moment he gets more more bounce, it will be difficult for batsman to play shots against him. At the same time, while doing square cut, he, will, he is likely to give catch caught behind or he is likely to give catch at the cover point. At the same time, if he has got some clothing fielder, he may give some bat pad catch also. Yeah.
0: Right, right. But in the previous match, when New Zealand played uh, Sri Lanka, the ball was actually turning square. Now Sri Lankan spinners Took seven out yeah. of the ten wickets. Are we going to see some similar action yes. in the finals? Where and will the same pitch be used?
1: No, I, I don't think. I think you are getting it right. There, the ball was certainly not turning uh, the square. Ball was turning a little bit, but if you if you can watch again, whatever wicket Burli Daran has got, it is not of the ball that turned. It is ball. It is the ball that went straight.
0: Uh-huh. He was bowling
1: round a wicket, and ball was going straight and the batsman was playing for turn, but, and he, that is how he got <laughs> the wicket. Ball right. was not turning, but he was certainly getting bounce. And the New Zealanders could not face, because what they thought, that ball will turn, because Murli Dharan always turns. You know, they could not face him, and on bouncy wicket, when you play sweep shots, there are always chances that ball will go up in the air, and he will be caught out. Oh,
0: right, you are right, you are right. And how was the pitch for the finals? Uh, what are the things that you've kept in mind while making the pitch and how much freedom are you given to make a pitch for a final for a big day knowing that India could make it to the finals?
1: See, normally for one-day game, you don't keep more grass. Actually, of course, for Sri Lanka and New Zealand match, I had kept some grass on the wicket because I wanted that match should be more closed because if you don't keep grass, Sri Lanka will 100% win uh, hands down. <laughs> but if you keep some grass, I thought... New Zealanders can exploit that and it can become more close match. Right. But unfortunately, New Zealanders did not bowl well and worst thing is that they batted so badly, so poorly, mm-hmm. that they gave quick wickets to their spinners also. And that, that is where they lost to a match. I think this New Zealand side is not experienced enough and they are very weak as far as their batting is concerned and even bowling is not, if Victoria is not there, right. their side becomes very weak and that is why they lost so poorly.
0: So are you going to keep some grass up there in the finals as well? Or will that decision depend on which team makes it in the finals?
1: Not much of the grass because for one day game, you should not keep. You see, why you want to keep grass is that for test match, you should keep because you have to see to it that wicket lasts for all the five days. Uh-huh. And if you don't keep grass for test match, then after second day, the ball starts turning more and then third day, fourth day, fifth day because ball worse wicket.
0: Right. So
1: if you keep grass, then the wicket uh, lasts for 5 days and it doesn't become, you know, uh, very difficult for the batsman on 4th and 5th day. So for one day we get can last because it is only a game of 100 dollars. So normally for one day game, the approach should be to give batting track because because public enjoy when more runs are scored, uh, very little glass. So that both the teams can score somewhere around 270 280
0: runs. In the history of 1K Day, no team has managed to score 300 except the last match where New Zealand scored 358 against a very depleted attack from Canada. Yeah, yeah. But in today's era of 300 and 350, is it out of design that 1K Day has maintained an average of about 220 runs in the first innings? that That's what the average is in all ODIs since
1: 1987? Yeah, one day stadium, which Day, because there is bounce. You cannot score 300 runs. At WKM Stadium ball also sweeps well. So that also helps fast At the same time, because there is doubt, it also has spinner. The average score should be somewhere around 250. On market Stadium, when two good teams are fighting against each other, it is not possible to score 300.
0: Now let me ask you a direct question, Suriji. If India makes it to the finals, Yeah. Would you make a spinning track considering Ashwin, considering Yuraj, Harbhajan and uh, Pathan? Would you go and make an out and out spinning track because India makes it to the finals? What are your personal views about having that home advantage to the home team? Are you with it? Is it fair? What is your uh, view on that?
1: If if India comes in the finals, naturally my first approach will be to see to it that home advantage should be given to Indian team. And it is (laughs) done everywhere. I will first <laughs> see the requirement of the Indian team and because naturally they will also talk to me, the Indian team management.
0: So, how does it work? So, let's say India is in the finals. So, does Dhoni come to you and ask you that, I this is what I want. I would love to have this. And then, selector, let's say, Srikant comes to you and talks to you. So, how does it work? See,
1: normally, normally Captain sends the message uh, as soon as he will come in the finals. So, suppose tomorrow, India is playing semi final so after semi-final, there are not many days, you know. Immediately, batting within the uh, next 2-3 uh, days, uh, there is a final. So that time is not enough to change the wicket. See, if somebody tells me that now you prepare fast wicket, within 2 days, it is not possible. I must get at least 7-8 days to prepare the wicket. So here, there is no time to adjust to the requirement within next 2 days. Unless I get 7-8 to eight days. So basic idea will be to prepare a good batting track. And suppose if Indian team comes and tomorrow the India, Indian team says that we want to turn track. Mm-hmm. So what I can do is that I will have to reduce the watering of the wicket, try and keep more dry so that ball will turn. That can be the approach. But if somebody tells me that now you prepare fast wicket, once I have prepared a good batting track, flat wicket, then to change over to a fast track is not possible within two days. See, right. Preparing turning wicket is is very easy job. Moment <laughs> you stop watering, <laughs> see anybody can prepare because you don't uh, you stop watering and don't uh, do any rolling, then it becomes a turning wicket.
0: So then, as a as a cricket fan, as an as an Indian cricket fan, I would request you to stop watering. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, then naturally we we will have to help Indian team whatever they want. And suppose tomorrow if they they feel that they can make use of Ray Khan and they want fast track. But then we have only one fast good bowler. The other fast bowlers are not that good enough to exploit the situation. So that is unfortunate. And today we have more number of spinners. So, we can use Arvajan, Ashwin, anyone, Luraj is nowadays bowling.
0: Exactly. He's, he's been the surprise find. So, have you received any message as yeah. such that, uh, Naik, said this is what we want? Have you received any message from Dhoni
1: yet? Not, not yet. Not yet. It is too early, you know. So, maybe we will wait till semi-finals, you know, before. The, maybe some message will come before the semi-finals.
0: Great. And, and what kind of a result will satisfy you in the finals? Uh it's a low scoring or a tight match or a... Or a wicket like Nagpur? What, what would you love? What kind of result? I won't
1: like low scoring match, you know. I would like to see at least 225 to 250 runs for innings. That much should be there.
0: Let me ask you differently. What would you love to see? Zaheer Khan getting 5 wickets or Sachin Tendulkar scoring a century? What kind of a, a result would
1: you? <laughs> you are asking me very difficult question <laughs> because, you know, after all Zaheer is my student. So, I would certainly love to score at the same time. Tendulkar is my. He may not be my student, but he's after all. We all love him, so we want that Tendulkar also should get hundred. So it will be better if Tendulkar bats first and get hundred, and afterwards, Dayal gets five. Because that will be the best thing for me.
0: <laughs> yes, the best yeah. of all worlds. So let's hope that India yeah. does make it. Uh, we still have the quarterfinals to be played. But uh, final couple of questions uh, is that uh, what are the kind of facilities that you have uh, considering that you are in India as compared to a curator somewhere in Australia who makes the Sydney cricket ground or the Melbourne cricket ground because I remember once back in 97-98 uh, where Dravid scored his first century against South Africa and Wanderers. It had rained heavily and within 25 minutes the ground was back to normal and he, he went ahead and scored that century, which we cannot boast about in in places like India. If it rains, the match is called off. But we don't have the kind of facilities and technology. So as a curator, do you see that as a very impending challenge when it comes to facilities or or, are you very satisfied with the things that are provided to you?
1: I don't, I'm not satisfied at all because there are no facilities provided to curators in India at most of the town. And certainly not at the one stadium. The ground facilities are the last priority as far as the cricket stadium is concerned. Because the things that I have gone through while preparation of the wicket, or during the match, it is really uh, you know very very bad. Because uh, I don't know the cricketers themselves who have played. They also ignore the facilities required for the ground. It is really unfortunate that I, it is sad to say this, but the problems that i have gone through while duration of this weekend, it, it was really very sad very sad
0: so there is no help there is no help from mr sharad or professor uh, ratnakar shetty at all
1: professor shetty went out of the way to help me whatever way possible but see one man cannot give you everything you know because professor shetty is so busy with his bcci work with his icc work He cannot give all the time to me. So whenever it was possible, I have approached him and he has tried to give me the help. But I don't know now, at this stage, I don't want to talk. But some other time, I will let World Cup get over and I will tell you what all horrible things I have gone through. Okay?
0: Uh, I think hats off to you and the entire team. At, that you
1: have. How big is the team, if I may ask, uh, naik sir? The team is, uh, see, I had two assistants, one Mr. Mamonkar and one Mr. Botley. They were assisting me to carry out all this work. And more than that, these, all my malis, you know, 10 malis which I have, groundsmen. they have very really done terrific work. And besides that, the outfield work was given on contract to one company, System Rex. So, in that Patankar, has done an extremely good job and really he has really worked hard day and night. And I have also, month of uh, November, December and January, three months, I hardly slept. It was nightmare for me. I used to get up every day at night around 2 o'clock, 2.30, and I never got sleep till morning because there were so many problems at the ground and so many poor facilities at the ground that I was all the time worried whether I can do this or not, whether I can do that or not. You know, one the Stadium, there was only one approach road. And one minimum monger gate from where the trucks will come and bring the material. But when the material comes at 5 o'clock in the morning, it used to take sometimes two days to or to three days to bring the truck inside the ground and keep the material. It was such a difficult task. We have gone through all that and this team really has really worked I'll heads to all those groundsmen who have worked on the day and night on the ground.
0: I think there are some some part of this which uh, is not unfortunately covered by the media and that's why most of us don't know what goes behind the scenes in making the biggest match of four years. So I wish you all the best sir and all your team members so that we have a great finals uh, on April 2nd. Yeah, Uh,
1: honestly telling, I did not want the media to know all these things There are several more things which I can say, but let this world go very very smoothly. I don't want in first time anybody to criticize Mumbai Cricket Association. And that is why I did not tell media anything till Mm -hmm. today. This is the first time I have talked to you, some part of that. But there are so many other things which we have gone through. And how people have ignored our job, which on the contrary they should have given the most priority because ground is the most important thing. Because if the ground is not ready, you cannot play a match there. I used to tell all my committee members and the last hand to engineers that you look here. If you build this stadium, and it may be the fantastic five-star stadium, it may be one of the world's best stadiums, but if the ground is not ready, you cannot play in World Cup. But if the ground is ready, if you are only half the billion still we can play well. It's only half. The that is what I have told him hundred times, but nobody ever bothered there about this. That is the poorest part of it.
0: Uh, isn't it true that pitch and the ground, like you say, are the most important parameters that can hold a match? We saw what happened in Eden Gardens. They, yeah. It was a big shame for all of India that yeah. the match wasn't played there for that particular reason. But why do you think? Yeah. that the curators and the groundsmen are not given the kind of respect that they deserve.
1: I don't know why, but in India, nobody takes care of the curator. In India, nobody is bothered about the ground. But if the ground is bad or if the beach is bad, then all of them are ready to criticize the curator, all of them are ready to fire the groundsman. But when the groundsman or curator wants certain facilities, they ignore. I don't know why, what is the reason? I have seen it during this preparation of the World Cup that every other subcommittee member, they have got so many facilities. But myself and my government, no facilities. You will be surprised. I don't want to tell now because if this, is, if this goes all over the world, people will laugh at MCA. That is why I don't want to tell. When this World Cup get over, I will tell you certain things. How these people have ignored me and my government. Uh,
0: this podcast will be going out to people. And we hope that all the world can see the kind of work that you and your team have put in painstakingly over so many months so that we have the match of the decade. Best of luck. Thank you so much for joining in, sir. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you.